Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. Welcome once again to Madam Perry podcast with more celebrities than the inauguration and with fascinating people meet. I'm your host, spiritual advisor, Madam Perry. But you can I want to first of all start off by saying thanks, thanks, thanks to everybody who's been subscribing and downloading the show. Choose the format subscribe. Wait, now here comes the transporter. Um, whether it's Blog Talk Radio or Podbean, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, which I hear, I don't know what Apple's going to do with the iTunes. I don't, I'm not even sure they know. Um, but anyway, there are several different podcast platforms for you to listen on, and I'm glad that you've been subscribing. And also, thank you if, you're, if you've been listening or you've been a guest on the show, please go to Stitcher or to Apple iTunes or to Blog Talk Radio and leave a review of the podcast. Let other people know that it's a fun place to be. I'm going to put that on to the um, uh, sunspot things going on. But anyway... Um, Recently, we had um, so many fun guests, and because you all subscribe and download and share with your friends, it helps me to be able to continue to bring fun people to you. Last week, we had Robert Trebor. Um, He's been acting in TV and film for years. He's an author. Most recently, people know him pretty well from the TV show Xena, Warrior Princess, and uh, the Hercules he was uh, he played the part of Salmoneus on there, but he was on with his newest book, The Haircut, Who Would Be King, which is a parody of the uh, Trump and Putin and all that gang. And uh, check it out. It's a funny book, a uh, very funny book. So uh, Robert Trevor was on. Also, Franny Goldie. If you don't recognize the name Franny Goldie, I bet you recognize a lot of songs she's written. Uh, written or co-written, for which she's won awards, for which the artists who have sung them run awards. One of my favorites by the Commodores is Night Shift. Um, and, yeah, we did a little singing on the show, Jackie, Jackie. Also, she did, uh, she played, <laughs> excuse me, she wrote Stick With You by Pussycat Dolls, uh, Dreaming by Selena. I mean, she's write, been written, writing songs for, I don't know, 30, 40 years. Now she has a clothing company, Franny Goldie, F-R-A-N-N-E, G-O-L-D-E, and Adam Glassman, who some of you may know, is the style director or the style guru from Oh, the Oprah Magazine. He has written up those pants four times in Oprah Magazine, calls them the magic pants, 
And he has also uh, taken them to The View three different times to say these are the most fabulous pants. Stylish, comfortable. If you go to FrannyGoldie.com and you order a pair of pants or anything off the website, put in MPS, just the initials, MPS from Madame Perry Salon. Franny Goldie's going to give you a discount just because you mentioned MPS when you got ready to check out. That'll be your discount code. And that's not bad at all, is it? Okay, well, we've got a lot of shows coming up that are going to be fun. Tonight, uh, tonight's pretty exciting, too. Uh, a lot of people know, uh, I know you can tell by my accent, I'm here in Georgia, and uh, the uh, show business is pretty big business down here in Georgia. Uh, a dear friend of mine, he's been on here, oh gosh, several times as a guest and as a caller and just as a fun person to talk with, is here to talk about a brand new project. And I told you he would only have one of his uh, executive producers. Hello. 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 How are you doing? I'm doing great. We have a little tiny bit of interference, which means somebody has their speakerphone on. There's a little bit there's a little bit of interference with feedback. Hey Tracy, are you in here with me? Hey, yes, I am. How are you doing? Doing great. Thanks for having us. I'm delighted to have you here, Tracy. I really am. Um, I just kind of cut Vince's mic, muted him, because I think the feedback is coming from his end. Because when I I mute him, it doesn't show up. So, Vince, you may need to change your phone. And uh, also, Tracy, like I said, I'm delighted to have you here. And also, you have two of the other uh, co-executive producers in here, and uh, those are William and Thomas Zook. Welcome, gentlemen. Hello. How's it going? Hello. It's going great. Good evening to y'all. I am glad to have you all here. So talk to us about the film COA. Um, I guess, first of all, I want to know what is the film about, and how did you all come together? Well, Thomas um, wants to do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, CLA is a uh, feature film that is about six friends uh, that meet on social media uh, for the first time at a three-day rave that will change their lives forever. Really prominent uh, with today's culture with the uh, rave and uh, music festival scene that goes on, uh, as well as the social media world um, as well, playing a big role in those two spaces. Um, And, you know, how we really all got to meet was uh, Vincent uh, and my father went back to the high school days, um, and Vincent and my dad could uh, correct me where I misspeak, but uh, Vincent rings my dad one day, seeing how things were. Um, and my dad brings up that I am a digital marketer and I run a digital marketing company, which I do. Um, and and uh, before, before I get 
uh, before my dad gets those words out of his mouth, Vincent's like, get me his Facebook, his phone number, any way I can contact him. And me and Vince, <laughs> and Vincent gives me a call, and we kick it off, and we've been good friends, and he's actually mentored me a lot. Um, I'm a musician just like him, um, so he's shown me a uh, thing or two about music that I haven't known, as well as filming, too. Um, yeah. I'm big in the entertainment industry. I love, I have a huge passion for it, and Vincent's really been able to open my eyes up about that sort of uh, space and that sort of industry, and because it's, it's an industry I've wanted to get into for a while. My pleasure. <laughs> this all happened about a year ago, Madam Perry. Um, how we all got together is a long story cut short. Like Thomas said, Bill and I went to junior high school together and high school, Roberts Falls Junior High in Beaufort, South Carolina, named after the famous Confederate uh, spy who <laughs> turned in the uh, boat to the U.S. Army, and um, the rest is history. And um, just like that, I mean, we all grew up in Beaufort, South Carolina. He's the son of a Marine Corps corpsman, and I'm the son of an Army soldier. And uh, then um, at some point, we just kind of got together over Thomas's ability to reach the millennials who this film speaks to, and you have to reach them on their grounds and their way, which is social media. And um, that's how the three of us, actually got together. Tracy and us, we all have a unique story. Tracy is, um, I mean, I'm going to let you talk, Tracy, but Tracy's in touch with the hip-hop world and with all the young talent and all the millennials and all the talent and music that goes with it. And um, we met on um business relationship to deal with um, music management and artists and uh, me producing other artists as well. Um, and I met her and I just like I told Bill and just like I told Thomas, I mean, you guys are perfect to be executive producers in a film project. I had three scripts and this script stood out so large to everybody that I dealt with in the industry that I um I had to drop everything and just deal with the script. And um we've gone through four uh rewrites or uh, what we call drafts and um now we're at this stage and um, I just want everybody to jump in here and talk. Tracy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, it's a great film. It's geared towards millennials. And um, as you know, a quarter of the world's population are millennials. Also, Gen X, Y, and Z, and Generation Z is due to bypass um, millennials this year. So there's going to even be more Gen Xs. And um, EDM is actually so popular right now there's 33 or 3.3 billion um views on youtube and like 16 billion edm streams on spotify so it's definitely you know something that they can you know the millennials and gen xyz can relate to and uh, the music is going to be just fantastic in this movie um edm hip-hop music because we have to do hip-hop here in atlanta of course (laughs) And a but, hybrid um, in between, you know, EDM is electronic yes, dance music, by the way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So um, it's going to be amazing, and um, it'll be very music kind of related, also. So. Oh, that's fantastic, yeah. Tracy. Um, and you know, yeah. Tracy, you talked about working with the millennial, the the, the uh, preponderance of millennials upon the planet, and yes, Gen exactly. Y. Exactly. <laughs> I. 
you know, I hear a lot of things back and forth and I, about them, and I know that you do as well. But I'll tell you what, I have been um, associating either through my um, just through working with people, getting out, uh, working out, whether it's at yoga or um, every year I'm asked to go do a presentation at Wild Wild Westcom, which is a large steampunk convention in Tucson, Arizona, where there's all it's a, it's a very, very diverse crowd in, in every way. And I am quite impressed with the millennials. There's a lot of them that are really got a lot on the ball, and I really enjoy them. So yeah, absolutely. They're yeah. they're a good group of people. Yes. <laughs> yeah, likewise. Yep. I love mm-hmm. millennials. I love it. I've been using millennials in my music video productions and shorts from SCAD and from Clark and Stoneman Atlanta Universities for the past seven, eight years. And I love working with millennials. They have all the energy in the world as uh Bill Bill and I have a saying, 90 miles an hour with the hair on fire. You just have to kind of guide them because you can't hold on. You, they're going to take off, and you'll be dragging, and they will be hauling butt. I mean, they will just get the job done. And they just remind me so much of myself when I was, you know, a kid. You know, I'm going to be 60 soon, so I'm way out of the millennial mood, but um, I love millennials. And, you know, like you said, this film is geared toward us, over 130 million of them in 15 of America's top populated cities. So I think we're on to something here. Well, tell me, who wrote the, uh, I think Thomas was telling us earlier about what, what earlier. COA is about. Who wrote the script? Um, the script was written by, by Vincent and... Um, Oh, God, about three other people. And this can give you their names. Right. We had an interview. I'm sorry, Bill. We had an interview with Madam Perry uh, over a year ago, almost two years ago. And I had my young writers on your show just briefly. And that was Ryan Thornton, Blake King. They were seniors at Old Miss, and they're in the, they were in the journalism and and um, writing English uh, majors. And Tracy introduced me to Ryan, okay? They needed help with the script they were doing, and I was the consultant for a script they were doing for their thesis, which they got A's on, by the way. And um, in return, I wanted them to help me with my script, with uh, the millennial speaking, with the story fleshing out, um, in the meantime, I went and got a real professional screenwriter from the Sundance uh, workshops. She is an awesome, awesome new talent in, in film production and writing and direction. Her name is Gina Partee, and she fleshed out the characters and gave me some real palpable, pal- palpable characters, believable characters for Thomas and Ryan to flesh this story around. So that's how the story, and we all have credits. I, I can't wait to work with Ryan. Is like He is like the next uh, Matt Damon. He can act. He can write. He's great at, you know, the whole idea. He's got his own scripts, he and Blake. I can't wait to work with them in the future um, beyond this script. But um, to answer your question, um, it was a collective. I had a great idea that I got from personal experiences over 10 years ago 
you know, I have five grown children, and they're into raves, and their friends are in the raves, and their cousins are in the raves, and the music festival thing is what they're all into. And I had some personal experiences that led me to a story to add to my little collection of short stories that eventually found their way into being dialogue and scripts. So I got a real screenwriter, Gina Partee, and real screenwriters emerging from college, Ryan Thornton and Blake King, to actually give some credence to us having a script. And now we've got this great vehicle, I believe, and everyone around us. So that's that's it. <laughs> now we gotta now we gotta make it work. Yeah. Well, that sounds fantastic. So uh, so Tracy Morris, William Zook. Thomas Zook, Vince Bryant, all the other people you've got going on that you mentioned, um, you've got quite quite an ensemble, quite a powerful bunch here. Now, so tell us then, mm-hmm. from here, where are we going? Now, you said you're going to be shooting in Georgia, but right yeah. now, what is the status in production right now, and what Bill, happens you want to get that? Yeah, currently... We- Currently, we are still in development mode, and we are ready to go into pre-production. In production, we've already had conversations with the Screen Actors Guild, and we already had we're already registered with the Writers Guild. Um, and what we're trying to do is trying to begin trying to get some crowd. One, we have some we have an LOI for some loan money. We're also talking to some investors, and we'd like to try to leverage Indiegogo um, to help raise maybe some funds to help us get our business office set up, um, make sure the, the Producers Guild and Directors Guild stuff is in line and ready to go. Also, this gives us the ability once – this gives more confidence to our investors that we're talking to that, yeah, okay, the, the more we can raise on Indiegogo, that means there's more of a following. And, you know, to extend what Vince and Tracy had said about the demographics we're involved in, some of the people we're looking at in not, let's say, major roles, but, you know, minor-type roles, uh, day roles, are actually millennial um, baby boomers um, and the group between the millennials and the baby boomers, you know, that, that sort of no man's land. And, you know, we're trying to make it so that it would be as entertaining to me. I'm a year, year younger than Vincent, um, as well as it is to my to, to my son's friends who may still be in high school now that he's graduated. Right. You know, so so it, we're trying to encompass as broad a possible community of people. You know, some of the folks we some of the talent we we have no one signed because we don't have. You know, it's the old chicken and the egg thing. You gotta either have the talent or you gotta have the money. Well, we're trying to get the money so we can get the talent. And yeah, the, um, the business is a little different now where it's the influencers have all the eyes and ears and you want the influencers but at the same time the influencers are calling their own shots and you have to deal without an agent, you're dealing with them and they, they want these real large fees as if they were big stars, which is fine, you know, but at the same time, it, you know, it, it, you still have to have your development in place, you know, and with legal fees, office set up, and um, especially social media, you know, um, marketing and proposing and, uh, and uh, yeah. marketing and promotion, it's going to cost a certain amount. So 
run Indiegogo right now campaigning to raise $20,000. Right. Let's get to the phones and talk. To anybody listening? And of course, the shows are always, always available for download afterwards, and there's no cost. Um, but if you're listening live tonight, June the 10th at 8.20 p.m. Eastern, and you would like to find out more about this, get involved, what you could do, what you could offer to be um, have put in there, the number to call is 646-716-9922. That's 646-716-9922. Blog Talk Radio assures me it is a toll-free call in the continental U.S. And... You know, Vincent, I have a lot of people that listen, but maybe they can't call because they're, I don't know, at a day job or a place where they have to stay mm-hmm. quiet. So those are the people who will message in a comment or a question on Facebook, and they know they can do it um, either through Jennifer Modette Perry page or Madam Perry Salon page. They always let me know uh, what questions or comments they have. So either message in a question or call in a question. Sure. Right now, while I'm telling you that, I'm going to say that it is on Indiegogo.com. And for COA, the movie, it says coming, and I'm going to read over this. Coming of age is about six friends on social media that meet at a three-day rave that changes their lives forever. It's a look into the world of raves through the eyes of six friends on social media. Um, And the film also engages the viewer into the world of each of the principal characters' own reality. It reflects today's world encompassing the straight and LGBTQ communities and the Gen X and Gen Y millennial age groups. The film's rich combination of musical content, EDM, rap, and classical underscore will enhance the story and its reality to today's world. And it says it highlights several key social issues, and I think I'll, people, you're going to have to go and read that yourself. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to copy this link right now and just put it over there on uh, Twitter and Facebook for at the moment. And so and they uh, can again, always go to our they can always go to our official movie website, which is coathemovie.com. All right. And it'll lead them back to the Indiegogo as well as other pages related. Um, we are doing a major push for people in the rave scene. We have large, large rave scenes which are going to need as much uh, as as many and as much people as involved in the uh, rave scenes as possible. Minimum of 450 extras for several days to shoot these extensive and uh, beautiful, dramatic, and very creative art scenes with uh, with the rave environment. And we have an awesome director of photography. His name is Carlos J. Ramsey. And he is, he is the director of photography for Area 51, okay? Area 51 Presents is a major production, aggregate production provider, for all the raves and all the music festivals throughout the United States. And we're glad to partner with them as our technical director to bring the highest realism production value and something very unique that will be a surprise later on in the stage design. So um, 
between uh, Area 51 Presents and Carlos J. Ramsey's. We're, we're, it's awesome. And there, there's some other more, more interesting people involved, and we'll get to talk about them in the future. Maybe they can come on and do an interview with you later. Yeah, Area 51. Yeah, I know they had that bus. was always um, on Scott Ponce Leon or Scott Boulevard over there. Big bus, Area 51 Productions. Area 51 Presents. They're well known in the United States. The Burning Man, the Tomorrow World or Tomorrowland, whatever it's called, as well as the ISIS Presents and and, um, Imagine World. Because of Those the are some of the largest rings on social media. And that, though, in the, in the United States. Now, you start going overseas, the rave scene in Europe is just way off the hook. I mean, they have multiple raves in Belgium, Germany, um, France, Berlin. and England that, could, that can get upwards of 50,000 people at a rave. Four they more. say one in That's six people um, attend those festivals in Europe. Like EDM music there, that's how mm-hmm. big it is. Yeah, so. You know, so it's we, like a we whole... feel like we definitely have a tiger by the tail on this. Yes. Yeah, okay. Now, I... and, uh, to the Indiegogo quick, on. I'm sorry. I just posted it on Twitter. The link to the Indigo. I mean, to the Indiegogo on Twitter as well as Facebook just now. And Facebook just now. Uh, for earlier today, this morning. Um, okay. Thank you. And, and uh, Madam Perry, thank you for that. And to even go further, I was uh, we were we we were I was in Cannes working the Cannes Film Festival, working on trying to find distribution of that. And the conversations I was having with folks in places as far away as China and India are equally as exciting because. Once you understand the distribution model in those countries and what and what's a safe distribution model, everybody's being told skip China because it's a it's a dumpster fire, so to speak. I was talking to some guys out some guys who are out of Hong Kong who are producers, and, and he was a lawyer also, and he's a barrister, and he sat there and said, "Hey, the trick to doing distribution in mainland China is you deal directly with the theater." Because they'll enforce and protect your intellectual property. They won't let the guys. I mean, I'm not sure if you've ever been to Asia. I've done some work in Asia. My background is project management in the IT space, you know, moving data around the globe. And in that, I've done work in Asia. And literally, I remember seeing the first Transformer movie in the theater. Two days later, I could buy it on the street corner in Seoul. Oh, and it's like that's. And so it's the world has changed significantly since then. So wow. with that being said, people want people want to see this see us ha- this movie happen. Um, our original distribution model was a self distribution model. Through my conversations with other executive producers, directors, other people in the business, when I was in France, in France, um, I've, we've come to the conclusion we're better off doing our distribution through one of the Major distribution organizations like Universal or maybe Sony Lionsgate. or yeah Lionsgate, you know, whomever ends up being working out the best from our perspective for us and, and, and who see our vision of where we want to go because the story actually 
will evolve into multiple can evolve in multiple directions, either a series much like The Fast and Furious, or a series of movies like The Fast and Furious, or it could spin out to a multi-part series where, where basically each character could evolve with the right writing talent put behind it and telling the stories there. Another thing we've, we've looked at doing inside the project is different countries and different cultures have different sensitivities to different things that will occur inside the movie. And I picked up on, I read while reading the script and I've had conversations with the team and said, guys, when we go to shoot this, the director has to be on board with shooting the certain scenes in a, multi, in a couple of different ways so that we don't break the storyline. So that basically when the um, minders in different countries that, that review the films go, well, we don't like this scene because we have a, we have a, we have a male or a female standing up, getting out of bed nude, for example, um, that, that, that goes against our social morals. Okay, no problem. Here's another one. But she gets up and she sleeves into a night into a into a full let's say a full length silk robe and ties it can't back to camera, then gets up and walks around. She's fully clothed. So simple things like that. That's one of the things I, I sort of bring to the table because I've done so much work overseas. Ah, okay. So, All right, folks. Well you know, right that's too far in the weeds. <laughs> Little things like this is what make your production successful internationally. It's little things like this. I mean, yeah. you know. You're correct. Everybody has a standard. Every country has its own standard. We just about nailed it as learning to what's going on. And our first time out of the gate, you know, I'm very pleased. And, you know, we have you, know, you, you have the four of us here tonight. In addition to us, we have a, a gentleman who's doing our product placement and who's in, doing interfacing currently with talent as we come up with people and ideas out of L.A. He's been in the business, what, 50 years, Vincent? Yeah, that's Clarence Cheatham at J.R. Green and Associates. Cheatham Green and Associates, theatrical agents. I've got to give them a shout-out. Clarence is a powerhouse. I met Clarence through the famous Angie Bowie 28 years ago. And Clarence is, like I said, he's so connected, and he just always comes up with just the right connection and idea. So we're pleased to have him on board as not only our, our rep and our agent, but also as one of our lead producers to make this happen with yeah. the talent. Yeah, I mean, he's probably one of the best in the industry and one of the most well-connected. I can't speak enough about Clarence and the work that he's done with us and for us. Um, he's phenomenal. He's one of the best in the industry, hands down. Yeah. And, and you know, another person involved in the team is Kendall Mitner out at uh, Kendall Taylor Min- and English. Kendall Minter. Yeah, Kendall Minter, yeah. Minter and Associates is our lead entertainment attorney. Um, I met him in the early stages of my songwriting and music production career in New York City in the 80s. And I recently... Reattached myself as a client in the past few years, able to uh, bring him on board. And Taylor English is our is our big big boys with him, our um, entertainment attorneys. They're very very important when it comes to making something on this magnitude have all the legal eyes dotted and T's crossed. You know, everybody is so integral to what's going on here. Every single person. 
There's some people we um would love to talk about right now, but I would be better to bring them up later and let them speak for themselves all the way from our art department to our costume design to our editing. We have what I believe is going to be the lead, most diverse um, and talented filmmaking team that Georgia has seen, and we are Georgia. We're Georgia um, headquartered, and we're Georgia-grown, Georgia-born and Georgia-grown. And, and to follow up with that, the filming will, most of the filming will be done in the greater Atlanta area, and we will do. We'll end up doing one B unit down down and around the Tybee Island area for I think two or three scenes, and that's about it. So basically, yep. we're 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 we're, we're supporting the whole state of Georgia, yep. um, be it civic, and be we're it, taking advantage of the county. tax incentives. Yep. Yes. Yes. And in addition, that you know our investors our investors may be able to take advantage of some of the IRS tax incentives also. So we're looking into all angles to make sure we capture everything possible, both for the film and both for our investors. You know, if you look at our Indiegogo, um, basically if someone wants to just make a donation, that would be great. We do have some perks out. We have some featured perks out there right now. Yes, and we think they would be interesting. Very attractive reports. And I think we're trying to work on – I haven't been on it recently, but I think we're trying to get – we noticed an error with the shipping costs, and we're trying to get that back under control again. So our goal is to, either, is to charge five bucks for shipping on any uh, any of the um, um, incentives. So I, I know I think it came. I early on I noticed it came up like fifteen bucks or something to ship a DVD. And I said, "Whoa, that should cost five bucks anywhere in the U.S." Right. <laughs> yeah. Nothing more than that. Yeah. Well, since you've so, got a lot. On the excuse me, on the Indiegogo page, you've got a lot of for people who want to get involved, want to back it. Lots of good stuff for you, and uh, we just need to spread the word. With uh, a lot of good stuff for your backing, and it, you don't think you have to have a, a lots of money, although that's nice to uh, to back this film. You can take part of it. You can. Uh, for everybody in there. So right now, guys, um, I'm going to give you, we've got a little, well, we've got some time. I want to give each one of you um, a chance to uh, get another glass of water or something, have a drink. I'm going to take a short break, and then uh, I'm going to also want to focus more about the music with Tracy when we get back. But I'm going to play a song here by, uh, uh, the, well, the, the song is called Twin Flame. It's by Mike Queen featuring Diamond Stone. And we'll be back in about three minutes. Hello. With the game plan And if he wanna give me half a line Stay in man I keep it way more than a hundred I'm a bam bam I need that K-I-N-G energy That feel me on a spiritual level And don't make deals with the devil See first we gotta be compatible Do we really match? When I close my eyes at night Can I trust you got my back? It's like trying to tear me down Can you really build me up? Can we always feel fluid And never feel stuck? These are questions that I gotta ask Hoping you participate Every time 
that I can just pick my hot 100 list and put the best of all types of music together. But getting back to, you know, how we, you know, plan on making this happen for COA, the movie, um, the movie in and of itself has underscore, which is a classic underscore film type of music, which helps tell the story. Then you have what Tracy does as far as music supervising of real songs that, I say real songs, but songs that are records that you would know that are out. Um, she mentioned that I'm going to do a remake of the Rolling Stones' Wild Horses, and it's um, going to involve this heavyweight classical structure. But then the music of the millennials and the XYZ generation, the rave scene stuff, it's all guys like, um, you know, that, that the rave scene um, stuff. I don't want to just name drop because we're going after this in such a way where it's got to be that authentic sound. But it's so diverse, and it's what the younger generation that this film is about, it's what they follow and what they're into. But we plan on making a really nice classic type of film that will stand the test of time and has a great premise and a message, you know, between the uh, baby boomers who used to be like the millennials and the millennials who are now here to challenge that whole paradigm of how they do their sex, drugs, and rock and roll. That's really what it is in a nutshell. I mean, each generation goes through their phase. So we're getting back to it with the music. If I wasn't personally in touch with any of his music, I couldn't do it. But having been steeped in music as long and, and as far and as diverse as I have been, I feel comfortable with all of this music, all of it, and I love all of this music. Um, we have some new upcoming artists that have not been – Scene on the large scene, and uh, Tracy happens to manage one very, very talented artist. His name is Lil Terry, and you can look him up, L-I-L-T-3-R-R-Y, and he is a powerhouse hip-hop artist. He has a single out now called Throw Him Up, and he's working that single and working on his album. He plays RJ, which is one of the six characters in the film, as well as um, he's going to have something very special to offer the soundtrack, and we're looking forward to working with him on that. And I have some other artists that aren't directly involved with the film, but they're involved with the soundtrack as well. I'm working with five co-producers on doing a 22-song soundtrack, music inspired by and music from the film, COA, the movie. So we're looking forward to yeah, we're looking forward to the Georgia talent, and it is diverse. It's not just hip-hop. We're talking about hip-hop, but the hip-hop infused with EDM, dubstep, and, um, you know, soca, which is all this new music these kids are listening to. So, yeah, uh, I'm sorry, Tracy. Go ahead, honey. <laughs> Tracy, Tracy <laughs> is, the, is the woman to touch on this whole thing. She, she makes right. this happen as far as the music and as far as bridging the gap with us and these millennials, because without the music, they wouldn't even, they wouldn't care to pay us any mind. I swear it's true. Or the social media aspect of the movie. Absolutely. Right, right. And that is a very important part of the movie because that is how a lot of these musicians get their name out, and that's how they communicate through social media. So, yep. yeah, that, that this like, movie is going to be unique for that reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, Post Malone, take Post Malone for example. I mean, he wasn't really a known artist until he started putting his stuff out on SoundCloud, and then obviously White Iverson was 
his big hit on SoundCloud, and that's how he got discovered. A big music platform, a big music social platform for artists and musicians to get their stuff out there. So that's true. Yeah, I like to, I, I like to take really, this really opportunity. Key. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, Vince. My apologies. No, I just wanted to take this opportunity for anyone hearing this who wants to be in any of the extra scenes, get in touch with us to um, spread the URL and spread spread our Indiegogo. Get in touch with us. Show us what you got. Um, send in your headshots. Get in touch with Tracy as these scenes are very, very, they're real, diverse, and we need your help to make them real. When we go into production, stay in touch with us. And um, let's make this a big Georgia and Atlanta film that Atlanta has done, you know. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. And, you know, going back to what something Tracy mentioned, and also I think Thomas Thomas certainly is an expert on this too, is that, yeah, you're right, social media is a way to, to advertise. You know, I, um, I'm an entertainment artist, and I lead one night a week. I have a, a coaching group where I teach uh, well, I do one with authors and one with musicians where I teach them how to be their own uh, promoter, that do their own PR work or their own publicity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I look, you've got such a wealth of, and the young people know this, but the older people, I go, you've got such a wealth in social media. Uh, New York Times said two years ago that people being able to produce their own music and books and advertise it and get the word out on social media. It takes the power from the old, you know, fat cats up in the big buildings and puts it in the hands of the rank and file where it belongs. And it does. And I have, you know, I've done marvelous things. But y'all know exactly how it works. It's a powerful thing. And also for people listening to, you know, I'm going to be sharing, you know, I've already been sharing the uh, the link for uh, page for uh, COA the movie coming of age the movie and you know what there's a lot of things you can uh, a lot of perks for uh, uh, backing this film anything any any amount they appreciate uh, whether you get a, a autograph poster a thank you a blu-ray copy of the film director's cut blu-ray cast meet and greet I thought and maybe I'm wrong a walk maybe on the red carpet <laughs> I thought it was be something like uh for five hundred dollars, you get a date with Vince Levy Bryant, and for a thousand dollars, Vince will play at your house and you get a date with him. I don't know. Is that right? I'm I'm there. I'm there. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> I'm all right. Ready. I think <laughs> that's all putting everything you got into it, right? I'm that's all it, it sounds like you got some work to do. I'm ready. I got the piano, too. I'll just show up and make it happen. All right. Have piano, will travel. That's right. This has been awesome. So um, before we go, we have a little bit of time. Thank you so very much. I've been so happy to have such powerful and talented Uh, Thomas Zook, William Zook. Tracy Morris, Vincent Levy Bryant, just to have you here to talk about Coming of Age, COA, the movie. I'm so impressed with you guys, your 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 provenances, your talents, and your projects going forward, and your enthusiasm. I, I just think that you are a you're a team that cannot lose. I really believe that, and I'm just so 
impressed and thank looking you. forward to seeing thank this. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Truly, yep. truly, sincerely, thank you. You're yep. quite welcome. And everyone knows that if you follow all of social media, you will know. I will be sharing. I will be sharing on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. I'll be putting it on Pinterest. And goodness knows. I am just so proud of you guys so much. Um, We've got a lot more in store for you folks in the next few weeks. But don't forget this. You've got a chance to be a part of this film. And uh, I'm just proud of everybody. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.